This is Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future. Yes, uh, our, our guest today is Dr. Mabel Baloyi, and she is a leader, a pastor, a mother, an author. And I think it's one thing to be all of these things, but then to add pastor on top of that is also a lot because, <laughs> um, yeah, she had a husband. She also experienced loss and all of that, but she's going to be letting us know about her journey. As you know, on Thursdays, we want to know about what makes somebody stay with Christ and draw from their journey. And that's what exactly what we're going to be doing this morning. She's already on the line good morning good morning good morning <laughs> how are you doing this morning blessed blessed this morning and how are you guys doing yes we cannot complain we are we are well we are yes. very very well welcome to the gmg breakfast show we are very excited to be speaking to you dr mabel and we cannot wait to draw from your journey Mm. Before we even start, uh, we want to know uh, three phrases that mm-hmm. best describes you. Mm-hmm. Three phrases that best describes me. Yes. yes. When you like, if there was like, pa, 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 would get the essence of who you are. All right. I am driven by these three phases. I'm a pep, I'm purpose driven. Mm-hmm. I'm a purpose strategist, and I'm a visionary. Mm. Yes. Those are the three phases that best describes me. Mm. Yes, and, and because you're a pastor as well, and you are a doctor, and you are, which title do you enjoy the most? <laughs> Just punchy. Um, to be uh, yeah, to be honest, let me tell you, a lot of people call me mama, mm. whether they are in our church or outside of our church, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what I enjoy the most because it makes me feel closer to the people, mm. and I can actually be a mama and mm. uh, you know minister to them. So that's that's the one. If mm. you want to call me anything, you'd rather call me mama, or if you can't call me mama, just call me Mabel. That oh. that works. <laughs> so we'll. <laughs> We'll definitely go with Ma. Um, I just want to know then, um, I'm sure everybody else wants to know, as we always ask this question on a Thursday, Thursday, where do you and Jesus meet? Mm. Oh my goodness, my journey with the Lord started over 44 years ago. Mm. I was 14 years old at that time and... I must tell you that it has been a a very great journey. It's been a great journey, you know. And when we grew up, we used to sing a song every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. (laughs) I tell you, even today, it is still sweeter. It gets sweeter and sweeter every day. So I met the Lord, uh, you know, 44 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I've never known any other kind of life except the life in Christ. That's the only life that I know. So, so Jesus is sweeter. Yes, mm. I love that, and there's so much life in your voice, Ma. And uh, I mean, one would this week we are focusing on women in service, and by virtue of being a mother, you're already in service. Mm-hmm. By virtue of being a a a a, a, a pastor and the work that you do as mm-hmm. a coach, it puts you in service. But um, we want to dive into the journey of loss Mm. and what and the shift that that brings because about seven years ago uh you lost your co uh soldier you know in Mm. the work of the lord and so today we want to really focus on that journey how Mm -hmm. did that shift um your life as a whole and how you you knew your relationship with god 
Yeah, that that journey was uh, another another new new thing that you know that came my way, and I can tell you now that nobody can get used to, uh, you know, the 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 experience of losing someone, especially if you have lived with a person for twenty five years. Uh, it's not easy, you know. All of a sudden, you you just lose this person, and you guys are <laughs> you guys are making me laugh because I'm like they counting. They know it. They know it's seven years ago. And that's very precise because on the 1st of August, it was a full seven years since I lost him. But the journey has been, uh, I, I don't even know how to put it because I've learned so much in that journey. And the lessons are really very awesome. So it, it is kind of a bittersweet, um, you know, experience because uh, some of the things that I am doing right now, I, sometimes I look at me and I'm like, I wish he was here to witness what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, uh, the part of of my husband has really made a very big shift in my life in that I was able to um, you know to to meet me to meet myself mm. if you if you get what I mean I was able to I spent a lot of time with God because I didn't know where to go which way to go um, you know how to deal with it so the mm. best place for me to deal with it was to just find myself in the presence of the Lord I, I, I could ask him because he was the only one who had questions i mean who had answers for me mm-hmm. so i would go to god and and fellowship with god and he actually helped me to navigate through pain and he taught me how to convert that pain to power and you know not only converting it to power converting it to profit as well but that's another subject mm-hmm. you know um so 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 i woke up one, one morning and my husband all of a sudden was was not feeling well when he was okay and strong the mm-hmm. previous night, sure. this morning yeah. he's not he's not feeling well. It was just an all of a sudden thing, and uh, you know when he said I'm feeling pain and all that, he drank all kinds of tablets and it didn't work. So when we got to the hospital, the hospital at the hospital they were they were they were not even sure what it is. Mm-hmm. They were treating something that was not even there you know they were picking up a lot of things others will other doctors will say pulmonary embolism other doctors would say is a stroke and they were treating all those kind of things only to find that he's got cancer until somebody said take him to 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 this doctor uh, at this hospital Uh, that doctor is very good he will be able to check exactly what the problem is and Mm -hmm. indeed that doctor whatever that he found was exactly what was eating my husband up and it was very late because we found out at the time that he was suffering from cancer stage four and mm. you know his days were just numbered at that at that point in time when I asked the doc the doctor you know what is his lifespan he couldn't even tell me he was saying to me you know people like him when they have cancer at that stage they've got five percent chances of, of, of life and you know the stress that came upon me from that time mm-hmm. but um, you know the journey of losing a spouse is not a, a pleasant journey mm-hmm. uh, but when we come before God and you ask God for direction God gives you direction and of course nothing happens for nothing you know mm-hmm. uh, you, things that are happening in our lives they happen because God has got a plan of it's always about the ultimate plan of God. You know, mm. we, 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 we may never know, we may 
complain, we may cry, we may blame God, just like I did. I had to wrestle with God. I had to fight with Him. I had to ask Him why, why. Mm. So, so, but with time, I got to understand that you know God's ways are not our, are not our ways, and uh, you know His plans also are not plans to harm us, but they are plans to give us hope. They are plans to give us the future. And sometimes we we don't we don't happen to see the future that is in pain, right? Mm. <laughs> that is so true, Ma. Can I just yeah. um, add to the story that you're telling us? Because you're chatting about, you know, how it was just, you know, finding out that he's got a few years left to live. And I think maybe just, you know, you can fast check to what was it like pastoring a church without him? And what were your thoughts before then? Did you think mm. you would stop, maybe just focus more on the career things? Because we know that there isn't um, exactly equality in terms of the man of God and the woman of God within the church. And, you know, Umam Fundisi mm. in most contexts is somebody that is besides Umfundisi, but mm. has a, a lesser role for a lack of a better phrase. Wow. Um, you know, with, with me, the transition was very, very easy. Mm. It was not a difficult thing. It was very easy because when he was alive, we were working together as a team. We would do uh, counseling of couples together. We would do, um, you know, marriage seminars together, workshops together. We would, uh, you know, uh, do a ministry together so we were more like a team and even before I think three years before he died he was giving me a lot of time to uh, you know to run the, the leadership meetings at church so the transition for me was very much easy and you know after he died uh, the leaders were called the team the group that we were working with they were called uh, you know by the bishops that we work with and the apostles and they were ask, asking them why where to go now and their answer was straightforward they just said you we we had two leaders we had two people that founded the church and one of them is gone the other one is still here so for us we are continuing in fact they thought that they were afraid that i would say i no longer want to uh, you know to do church with them so they were they were already frustrated by that but the transition was easy because of us having uh, been a, a team in the ministry. Mm, I like when you speak about the fact that they almost um, prepared you, God, kind of in the three years when he was starting to give you certain roles to take charge of mm-hmm. more than before. It was almost as if God was yes. just saying, all right, uh, I'm going to make this transition smoother for you. But what does mm. being a woman in ministry, especially in South Africa, mean to you? Because... I mean, you are now leading not just ladies. It's one mm-hmm. thing when the the husband is still there because of you focus a lot more on the mother's uh, ministry mm. and all of that. But now you are the pastor. So what does that look like and mean yes. for you? Well, that that for me, uh, you know, it says God is not a respecter of persons. Mm-hmm. God can use anybody. God can use anything. Even if we don't want to do the work, God will even raise stones to do it. So for me, it means that God God does not respect anyone. We are all vessels before him. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as we make ourselves available, God will, will, will be able to use us. And I found that uh, the people that I work with, they have a lot of respect for me, so it, it, is, it is not even a 
a, a very big challenge because my team comprised of men, and if you can see them, they are like they are they are businessmen, they are academics, they are theologians, and these are the kind of people that are surrounding me, mm. and they they all have respect for me. Mm. The only problem is like some stereotypes that are even outside of the church that would want to talk to them and influence them negatively because I guess for them, if it was them, they wouldn't be able to submit under a woman. Mm. So you find that there are those few pastors outside of our church around the city of Katlehong that would want to influence them to be negative and not to submit to a woman. But the, the, the great thing is that I've been with them for a very long time and they know me, they know my strengths, they know my weaknesses as well, mm. and they actually try as much as they can to, to, to strengthen me where like I that. have weaknesses because they know that every person has got strengths and weaknesses. So to me, to be a, a leader in, in South Africa, it's, 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 quite, it's quite a good thing because I, I remember pastors were criticizing, I would meet some negative talks on mm. uh, Facebook and stuff like that, that a woman cannot lead, a woman yes. cannot preach. I mm. even wrote an article for um for another online magazine they wanted to know they asked me the same question that you are asking me i wrote an article that showed uh, you know a whole lot of women that were leaders in the bible mm. so it does not mean that God wants to use men alone. Women can be pastors as well. Love and that. you know what I like about about God is that um you know there was a time where somebody made me feel like I'm a, I'm a woman and I cannot do this thing. Mm -hmm. But God brought me another bishop from Liberia. The bishop that was saying to me, woman of God, I want to submit to you together with my 24 pastors. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God is amazing. God mm -hmm. is amazing. I love that, Mike. Can we just hold it there, take a break from this conversation? Absolutely loving it. We're going to just take a break. And if you have, you know, questions as a listener that you want to put through to our guest, Dr. Mabel, and we are referring to her uh, this morning as Umama, you can send through your questions on our WhatsApp line, 067-153-1089. And let's continue the conversation on the other side of this. Do you want to take your business to the next level? Advertise on Hope Alive Radio and reach customers around the world. Call us on 011-976-0600 or visit our website at www.hopealiveradio.co.za. Alternatively, you could email info at hopealiveradio.co.za for more information. Act now and get more clientele. My strength is for protection, not harm. My words to build, not shatter. My resources to uplift, not exploit. Hope Alive Radio condemns and stands against all forms of gender-based violence. No human life should suffer at the hands of another. Together, let's stop this pandemic, eroding our society and humanity. Hope Alive Radio, shaping minds for a better future.
26 minutes past the hour six. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the GMG Breakfast Show. It is a thirsty Thursday where we say only Christ quenches our thirst. Mm -hmm. And today we're in conversation with uh, Dr. Mabel Baloyi, speaking and unpacking her journey with of love, loss, and dreaming again as a woman Mm -hmm. because we are celebrating women in service. Mama, are you still on the line with us? Yes, I'm still on the line. Love that. All yes. right, Mama. So let's uh, unpack. What do you wish you knew um, before we get into the other parts of your journey and your story and how you are dreaming again? Uh, what do you wish you knew about um, new after loss? That about loss before when you were experiencing it for the very first time and in that um, early days, you know, of losing Obaba and the transition, what do you wish you knew that would help you maybe get to where you are today sooner? Oh my goodness. You know that question, I don't know how to answer it because, um, you know, um, I found out that uh, God, God had a plan um, and I, 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 you know, that plan of God just started to unfold after the death of my husband. I, I began to understand a number of things. So um, I, I don't really think that I needed to, knew, to know anything except to know that God, God's ways are not our ways because mm. surprisingly enough, what, what happened after the death of my husband, it's like I really met God again afresh because as I was wrestling with God, um, it was mid- one midnight hour as I was re- wrestling with God and um, I was complaining, I was asking him a lot of questions. Mm. God ordered... God ordered me to because I was I was I was crying I was rolling on the floor that night and my daughter tells me that the way I was crying and uh, you know she did not want to come and disturb me she realized that the kind of cry I'm crying is not the cry that needs somebody to come and knock at the door and say please keep quiet mama mm-hmm. I, I was I was wrestling with God in that evening and God ordered me He spoke six six things I actually gave me six steps to rise from that situation and he said to me Mabel rise I don't have time to explain all of these words that God said but he said to me rise and by that he meant that I must rise above the situation I I thought he wanted me to rise from the ground from the floor where I was and the second word he said to me said Mabel dress up and I reached out for my nice suit thinking that that's what he meant I looked myself in the mirror was horrible and God said "I, I did not mean that you should dress up in your nice clothes I mean that you should put on the whole armor. And and the third thing he said to me, he said, Mabel, pray up because the battle has just started. When you think that this is the end, this is only the beginning. And for you to be able to face that battle, you need to be a prayer warrior. You need to change the way you pray. You need to pray differently. And then the fourth thing he said to me was that Mabel, power up. And he explained what that power up means. And he said, be careful not to grieve the Holy Spirit because you're going to need the Holy Spirit in this journey. You're going to need him to support you. You're going to need him to minister to you. You're going to need him to teach you. So don't grieve him because if you grieve him, he's going to leave and you're not going to have a helper and you, you're going to lose power because you re- you only receive power when the Holy Spirit has come. And then the, 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 sixth, the fifth thing he said, he said, crown up and 
he explained to me that he wants me to count up in purples because I am his queen. And the last thing he said, he said, rain in your purples. And that's mm. how rain in your purples was born. And through rain in your purples, many people, many lives are transforming. Rain in your purples has given birth to mentors, coaches, motivational speakers, authors, leaders, and managers. People got promoted whilst they are with me in the Beautiful. coaching. So. I don't I don't I don't think I really needed to know anything except to know God and he is the one who took me through the journey. Beautiful. Beautiful. I absolutely love that ma. And you know I'm just thinking of the people, you know, I'm, I'm I think the one that's fresh in my mind right now is um um ooh, Connie Ferguson who recently just lost her husband and I can't believe that God would allow an experience like that that you have also experienced to go in vain. So how is it that you help, you know, um, um, how do you help other women, you know, transition through the, 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 the uh, grief and after experiencing such a big loss? Uh. Yeah, so, you know, through my coaching sessions, I'm able to, like I said earlier on, I'm able to help people to look into their story mm. to look into their story because there's so much power in our stories you know the story of loss the story of 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 anything good bad or ugly i help them to look into their story and to actually uh, decode that story to find purpose and once they find purpose they can then be able to take that story that pain and convert it to power and you know by the grace of god you find that when you convert your story from pain to power you are able to also carry it to the next level of of converting it to profit. So usually when I deal with people that have gone through pain, I point them to God. I point them to purpose mm. because it is only when you are walking in purpose that you will find deep sense of satisfaction and fulfillment in, in, in your life. Purpose makes you happy. Once you walk in your purpose, you even understand the reason for the pain and you are able to draw your strength from that mm, that is beautiful that. Mm-hmm. mama you are mother you are a parent to a young daughter and um what do you how has that been because raising a daughter as just a single mother now with not that covering and she's still exploring herself dating life how do you how do you become a support system but also a security for her because now Ubaba Geoko to be like because the gents, you know, when we see Ubaba, we like, okay, I need to trade carefully here. But when we see Umama, sometimes we can overstep a little bit our boundaries. <laughs> of course, but you see, the, the, the blessing is that my daughter is very much disciplined, very mm. intelligent. Yeah. You know, God fearing, a woman of discretion, uh, you know, so she's able to make wise decisions. And, you know, the relationship that I have with my daughter is, is so open that uh, when you you come her way, I will know. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Absolutely love that. And just a, a follow up question. And um, let's maybe move yes. from speaking about your daughter to speaking about you now. Um, you'll let me know if I'm overstepping, but I hope that I'm not. Do you desire to be with somebody, yes. you know, especially now that you, you've had and you know what, not what you're missing out on, but what love and being mm. in a married relationship feels like? Do you still want that or see that in your future? Mm. It's 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 so amazing that it's now seven years, but I don't really desire to be with somebody, mm. <laughs> unfortunately. 
I don't. And like I said to you, um, you know, working in purpose, living the life of purpose, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it gives you that kind of fulfillment. Of course, if it's in God's books, if he, he plans to bring me someone one day, he will do that. But, uh, you know, he knows that if some someone comes my way, they must be driven by purpose. They must mm. be walking in purpose. Otherwise, it, it, it won't work. They must be visionaries. Mm. Otherwise, if it's somebody that is just feeling defeated, that has given up <laughs> because mm. of life happened to them and this and that, that have got a lot of excuses, it's not going to work. Mm. Somebody that is driven by purpose, I'm sure, uh, you know, I, I, I will find, a, mm. you know, in myself to 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 take on a relationship but it is not something that is my in in my head right now yes. it's, so it's the really door not in my on head. love is not closed you just not it's it's not locked it's not locked but it's, it's closed, closed <laughs> but it's not locked right <laughs> there's a key and somebody has the key yes. <laughs> so they can either knock or push but the door is closed just not locked all right we're moving on ma <laughs> So what is the thing that um, brings you the greatest joy and in parting, your parting words, mm-hmm. what, how, what has kept you in your, in your faith? Yeah. What has kept me in my faith? Yes. yes. Well, I, I, I think what has kept me in my faith is that I've never known any other life except the life in God. I, I will be frustrated to try and live another, a different life, you know. Mm. I will really be frustrated because I don't know that life. I was only 14 years when I got saved. And, uh, you know, at that time, I remember I was just trying to have the first boyfriend, which lasted in one week because a week <laughs> after we met, I got saved and I dumped him, you know. <laughs> so i don't know any other life except the life in christ so but i think the biggest thing that keeps me moving is the word of god the Mm -hmm. word of god has got all the answers that we need whatever that we want to know is really captured in the word i saw one time another another archbishop was saying he wants to write a new bible and i was like this bishop did he realize how current the word of god is because even what is happening right now Mm. the bible has already spoken about it so the the word of god is very current it can it's applicable in every season so that is keeping me going Amen mm-hmm. and amen. I love it. I will wrap, we'll wrap it up there. Yes, beautiful. The word of God is current. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very beautiful. Ma, thank you so much for making yes, time for us. May indeed. you continue with the work that you're doing. Continue to impact lives beyond your own. We see you. We salute you. And may God bless you. Yes. Amen. 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 That's how we'll wrap up our conversation with uh, Dr. Mabel This is Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future.